Yo, what's up? I'm Coach Morris. You're now listening to the Line for Line Podcast Network. Tune in. See, you got a voice on this podcast. You can be you on this podcast. Educate all the youth on this podcast. Elevate me and you on this podcast. That's the reason we here, okay? It's family and friends, okay? Be real. You ain't got to pretend, okay? Okay. Just like that, we are back on another episode of Line Fly. Got Coach Morris in the building. Coach, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing very well, uh, especially after getting the win this afternoon. So Yeah, <laughs> man, tell me something good, man, today. You know, uh, obviously having a tough game last night, mm-hmm. uh, playing against a crosstown rival, winning for the majority of the game, and then obviously coming up with an with a, with the L um, to see our fellas, you know, bounce back today with like a short turnaround mm-hmm. um, to play well enough to get a win on the road. Um, no, everything is good. Yes, sir. <laughs> everything is much better when it wins. Yes. Yesterday's loss, how much would you say that played into a win for you guys today? Ooh, I'm not really sure, to be honest, because mm-hmm. um, we like to tell our fellas to have short-term memory. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a win or or it's a loss, we, we, we want them to have a short-term memory so they're not dwelling on the win where you get too high. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to have a short-term memory after a loss, especially with the game the next day, so you're not dwelling too much on the loss and it carries yes, over. Makes perfect sense. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how much that really plays into it. Yeah. Now, as someone who was at the game yesterday – didn't make it to the game today. But what would you say your team did differently yesterday that they did today that came out with the W? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think, you know, the teams that we played against and the atmosphere that we played against, I think, plays a big part into how your team plays or mm-hmm. reacts. Yes, sir. Uh, last night, you're playing against a crosstown rival uh, at our home gym, which can be extremely loud. Uh, it was a great atmosphere, great for Kenosha basketball. You know, players play differently. Mm-hmm. And in any level of basketball, it's extremely hard to play with a lead. Yeah. And uh, us being up by 15, I think the most, and, and trying to carry that throughout the game is, is very difficult. So now you get to a totally different environment today where you drive up to Milwaukee and you can kind of prepare for it together mm-hmm. and you get off the bus in an unfamiliar territory, you know, now you don't have that home crowd or that away crowd, really. All you got is the players and your coaches and maybe a couple of parents that are in the stands. Mm-hmm. So it's totally different. So um, I would say maybe it played a little bit into it because now the players got a chip on their shoulder. Nice. They maybe not be as relaxed because they just came off of a loss. Mm-hmm. So maybe the win uh, has a little bit to do with us losing last night. Yeah. What would you say you look forward to the most for this season as far as you guys have come? Now, what is this, four wins for you now? Yes. Four wins, yep. yes. Four yeah. wins. Yeah. yeah. How does that feel for you guys? Uh, it feels great. And I think, um, like I said earlier, you know, <laughs> winning cures all. Um, but for me, what I look most forward to when it comes to the season or as the season progresses is really seeing the kids get better every single day. Um, I often tell parents and players and, and and fans that, you know, I'm one of the toughest coaches to play for. Mm -hmm. And that's just, you know, me grading myself. 
Um, and I think our coaching staff really matches my energy. So I think we're one of the tougher coaching staffs to play for. And with that being said, we throw challenges at our players constantly, daily, uh, because we often feel that, you know, it's always bigger than basketball. So we're challenging our players through basketball, mm -hmm. but in preparation for life after basketball. Nice. So those are the things that we most look forward to is how players respond to the challenges that we throw at them, how they respond to adversity, mm -hmm. and then how they link up together when they're going through both. Yes, sir. Um, because ultimately, the ball is going to stop bouncing someday, and all the challenges that we throw at them is a preparation for life after basketball. And I think that's the things that we most look forward to, to see their growth from September, October, open gyms to November and tryouts to our first couple of weeks of practice and then the long season going into February and March. So mm -hmm. just seeing how they progress over time, how they get better every single day. Yes, sir. What would you say some things that you are working on for your team for the longevity of the season? Because obviously you guys still have a couple of games left and yep. you want to make some noise, maybe head to state. What are some things that you're doing every day to prepare your team for that? Uh, every day we're challenging our players to uh, just execute on both offense and defense. I think the teams that are that can execute on offense and defense are the teams that win more games mm -hmm. and then win more games down at the later part of the season that rolls into the playoffs, nice. as well as the teams that are disciplined. So execution and discipline is key if you want to win and then if you want to win going into the playoffs uh, because you can have the most athletic team in the state and then lose every game. Or you can have the most athletic team in the state and then lose in the playoffs because there's a team that can execute better than you and then there's a team that can also uh, be more disciplined than you. Those two things almost go hand in hand and those two things are what, what makes a good team great and make a great team one of those teams that you never forget. Yes, sir. Now, if there was a piece of advice that you can give to the man who maybe sits on the bench a little bit more so than often, what would be that piece of information that you can give to the young man aspiring to do more and be better prepared to help his team? Uh, that's one thing. That's one of the things that we challenge our players with also uh, as well. One, no playing time, no spots on our teams are ever guaranteed. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with a revolving starting lineup. Um, and our players know that. And, and I think that's what's going to always make players better. Nice. Where you're keeping that open and not guaranteeing anybody a starting spot. Mm -hmm. um, and then it, it just challenges, whether it's the first team or the second team, but it challenges the second team to challenge the first team. And until, like, without even pointing it out, both teams are getting better because then the whole time they're just really battling mm -hmm. and making each other better, if that makes sense. Makes um, and if the first team knows that their spots can get taken by anybody on the second team and vice versa, you know, that's just an ongoing battle all the way throughout. And then when you got the, 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 the bottom, I don't know, depending on how many players we have on our team, um, but if you got the bottom – five players, let's say, um, looking to get playing time. Each day in practice, each week by week, they're obviously fighting for playing time. The things that we tell them is 
you earn your playing time in practice. Nice. What you do in practice will get you the playing time. For our coaching staff, we don't wait till the day of the game to say, okay, you can have some playing time. We don't wait till the day of the game. Oh, your grandmother's coming to watch you? You can get some playing time. <laughs> oh, your big brother is coming back from um, uh, the military or back from college or something like that? Oh, you're going to get some playing time today. No. What you do in practice during the week, that's how you earn your playing time. That's right. And that's from coming to practice on time to maybe staying late and, and putting some work in, and then obviously what you do in between the practice times, from line drills to to shooting drills, and then obviously the smaller breakdown drills of the offense and the defense, and then, of course, scrimmaging. If you can compete in those things and challenge those first-team players, then, yeah, you can work yourself into some playing time. But the biggest thing that I tell those players or players that may hear this on any team is doing it consistently. You can't have one good night and say, oh, yeah, I deserve some playing time. I was killing him. And then the next two days, they can't find you. Mm -hmm. You got to do this consistently every single day. Challenge those first team players every single day. Produce on the court, whether it's offensively or defensively. It has to be consistently every single day. Yes. And then I also tell players, look at a LeBron James. Look at Steph Curry. Look at a Kyrie Irving. Look at Kevin Durant. Any of those players. And then look at what they average. Maybe they average 28 points a game. And if they do, you got to understand, they're doing that every single night. Yeah. Now, do they average 28 points if they score 28 points on Monday, two points on Saturday? No. you got to do it consistently every single night. So that's what it takes to get into, you know, the 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 more minutes or even into the starting lineup. Now, what could be some things for like a person like me? Let's say my son is on your team and I'm coming to you, coach. My son needs more playing time. Obviously, me taking over for my son and stepping up for him. How 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 will that conversation go? You under letting them understand how everything works. <laughs> There's two answers to that. Okay, um, one. Do you want the you know the Mr. Morris answer or do you want the the Coach Morris answer? Let's get the Coach Morris. Answer. Okay, so the co uh, actually let me give you two answers. So <laughs> the Mr. Morris answer is, hey, just tell your son, you know, keep playing and, and you know keep working hard and, and keep getting after it, and you know he'll get the playing time. The Coach Morris side of it is, we we don't we don't need to have this conversation in all honesty, um, but your son can advocate for himself. He can ask for playing time or what he needs to do to get more playing time because I'm a strong believer in players advocating for themselves because when they get out in the real world, mommy and daddy won't be there to help save you mm -hmm. or to ask their boss, why did I get paid or why did my, my pay get docked? So I want our players to advocate for themselves. And, and from there, and I tell all parents this, and I said, number one, um, I'm not going to do your job as a parent Therefore, I don't even want you to, to do my job a, as a coach. Mm -hmm. So an athletic director hired me, and then we hired my staff because we're probably the best at what we do. Yes. Whether you think we are or not, we're the best at what we do, and we're going to make the, the, the best decision, the overall best decision for the team. Mm -hmm. Each player will earn their playing time in practice. 
So one, let's have your son advocate for himself for playing time. And parents, a lot of times, uh, you know, they, they look they look crazy, but at the end of the day, they do get it because, mm-hmm. again, it's bigger than basketball. So now the, that parent, you, you would take my advice and then tell your son, well, look, you got to go talk to your coach about your playing time. He's not even going to have that conversation with me, yeah. right? But then I also, in fairness, I also tell the parent, listen, since you did come to me with this, two weeks from now, see if things change. And if things didn't change, then maybe we can come back and you have that conversation with your child. And then if you feel like you need, to, if he, he don't have the answer that you want or the answer that you're looking for, which he should have that answer, then you can come back and we can have that conversation. And then we'll have that conversation with me and your son. And then on top of that, because your son should already know the answer because he's heard it in practice, um, I'm going to let him lead the conversation. And then on top of that, if we're going to have this conversation, we can't talk about any other kids. Nice. We don't bring any other kids in this conversation. It's only about your son. And from there, I think they get an understanding. Um, I've been a head coach for this is now my fourth season. Started with St. Joe's, right? Started with St. Joe's, two years over there. And I've only had one parent talk about playing time. Oh, nice. One parent asked about playing time. Um, and, and this kid was a, a JV player that wasn't very good. Uh, and he wasn't getting playing on JV time, but all of his friends were on varsity. In basketball, he just wasn't liking it because he wasn't getting the playing time. So I said, how about... You play on the varsity team, you practice with the varsity, but you, it's, it's going to be difficult for you to get playing time. But you will be with your friends and you can enjoy that. Pulled him up and he didn't get the playing time. And then his parents wanted to approach me about playing time. So that's the one parent in four seasons that, that I had to talk to about playing time. Nice. Um, and then we all, I do also have a 24-hour rule. So parents can't approach me about playing time until 24 hours after that game. Why? Because a parent is going to probably be heated and, and, you know, maybe they say something out of pocket. And then if, if it's after a win or if it's after a loss, I might say something out of pocket. So let's give us 24 hours to maybe have that cool down period where we're at a different space and then we can have that, that dialogue. So 24 hours, set up a meeting, and then we have that dialogue. But for me, honestly, I don't even like to talk about playing time. Um, and not that I, I know everything or I'm the greatest coach of, in, in America, but I feel like I was hired to do this job. That means I have the credentials or I'm a master at my craft. And I'm not going to do anything for sure not to to do what's best for the team and to win. And I don't have anything against any players. So – I, I will have that conversation, but th- that's not a conversation that I like to have. That's almost like it's almost like an insult. Like, <laughs> let me let me let me come talk to you about line for line podcast and say, <laughs> could you do this or could you do that? When you're a master at your craft, I have to respect it. Makes sense. Yeah. Now, as we get ready to close out this amazing episode, with you being the professional player that you are, you know, back in the day, names still <laughs> ring bells like OJ, but would would we ever catch you suiting up with your players just to throw them like a nice little practice? I, you know what? I, I would love that opportunity, but me 
like when I was a player, I always gave that 100% as a player. Um, so me as a coach, I want to give that 100% as a coach. And I, I would love to get out there a couple of times with the players, but then I can't give my 100% as a coach. Yeah. Um, now, after practice, you know, there have been a couple of times in my four or five – actually, since I've been coaching, there have been some times where players feel like, you know, hey, I heard this or I saw your, your video on YouTube or my dad told me you were a great player and, you know, they <laughs> challenge me every once in a while. And, yeah, you know, I'll get out there. Um, but, yeah, you, you, you'll see me in, you know, playing against some of my players, just not in practice. After practice, yeah. And then I also tell players, too, um, you know, I don't think I've lost to any of my players yet. Nice. And even the right players know not to play me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if any of these, if any of y'all players that that have played for me in the past, y'all know. Um, no, but I, I would love to play against my players or any players because you know I'm a, I'm a player myself still. My dude. I just yeah. I, I can't do it like like those guys can. Oh, my so. God. And just like that, so we just wrapped up another episode of Line for Line. Thanks for sliding through, sir. Hey, appreciate you, bro. You calling, are you listening? Tune in every week. Line for Line. Oh, yeah, I'm going Line for Line.